Well, at least it's over. Oh boy. So, um, this is P. Uh, sorry, this is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is a Champions League edition of PSG Small Talk for Wednesday. February 14th, 2018, and you all know what we're covering, and you all know why we're here. So, I'm not sure what exactly you're going to expect from me, because if you're expecting a rant, I don't think you're going to get one. Because this is what PSG are, in a way. And over the years, we've seen this team evolve in a lot of different ways. And we've seen them go from having a few stars to a lot of stars to having Neymar and Kylian Mbappe. The names change, the coaches change, but there's one thing right now that is consistent. It is that in big games on the road, PSG do not have the gear that mental physical gear that Real Madrid or Barcelona or Bayern Munich have. This is what they are. And again, I thought, and there's a lot to get to in this game, so I'll be bouncing all over the place, but I thought for about 82 minutes, give or take, about 82 minutes, PSG had exactly what they wanted. They got the exact game that they knew they were going to get. They were tactically well set up. They were able to repel some really dangerous Real Madrid chances. They were able to counter decently well. They got the road goal, which is still keeping them in this tie. This tie is not over. PSG still have an opportunity to get it done. At their own stadium. This is not over. It's going to be difficult. But it's not over. But anyway. 82 minutes. PSG struggled. They had good moments. And they had bad moments. And I took a whole bunch of notes. Because as a reminder. I was not on Twitter. So I did not have to deal with. Sort of combating and fighting the trolls. I just watched this game. And I thought through all of the struggling that happened, through all of the defending they had to do, PSG had taken that game and put it exactly where they wanted it. But then, in the 83rd minute, Real Madrid decided, we're going to that next level. And maybe they saved a little bit of their energy, but they went to it. They went to that Champions League, two-time defending champions, Real Madrid level. That level that very few teams in the world can go to. And PSG could not handle it. They got countered quickly. They gave up the ball. They were put in bad situations. Their wing, their uh, fullback on the first one, Meunier just got caught ball watching and it stretched everything out. And PSG just could not recover. And on the third goal, you just had, again, good play from the left back. Marcelo steps inside. Ball gets played to him. He he shoots it on net, takes a deflection, and the ball goes in. And that's how you got your three. And the first one, obviously, was the Ronaldo penalty on the Lichelso, Uh And that was a foul, by the way. Lichelso did pull him by the 
by the shoulder. Uh, Kroos, I think, embellished a little bit, but you're allowed to do that when you're pulled by the shoulder, so I'm okay with that. This was almost what PSG needed. Almost. They almost got there, but they just couldn't. In the end, when the other team stepped up in level, when the other team got to fifth gear, when they got to that nitro gear, that we're that badass motherfucker gear where you're just going to take the game and you're going to strangle the other team, PSG can't go there. And it's clear now that Unai Emery is not the coach to get that out of them. He's not the coach to go into their heads and figure out the necessary things to say, the necessary things to do to turn these these negatives into positives, to turn these failures into the type of uh, challenges that will elevate a team. He just probably is not that guy. And I still think PSG have a shot if they play the perfect game at their own stadium. But it's going to be tough. And Real Madrid are really professional. They proved it tonight. And I'll just go through some of the the more notes that kind of popped up. I'll start with Neymar. He was good, not great. And they needed him to be great, and he was good. And it's tough to say, well, he's going to be, you know, he has to be perfect in every game. That's not going to happen. I thought he did some things really well. I thought he countered really well. I thought he was offering some balance at the times where Real Madrid were taking control of the ball. But he just wasn't great. He was good, not great. And that'll happen. And when you're good, not great, other players have to step up. I thought Kylian Mbappe stepped up. I thought he had a very good game for the most part. I think he could have taken some of those chances better. But he was with it. He was making runs. He was getting the ball. And I think it was the right decision to start him. Cavani was non-existent. He just wasn't there in this game. And part of that is going to be because he's not getting the services that he needs. And that's the thing with Cavani. If Cavani's getting the service, if he's getting the balls at his feet, he can do some things. When you're not getting corners, when you're not getting the ball to him, he's not. And I thought the substitution that they made, bringing on Meunier and putting Alves farther up, was actually a good idea. Because Cavani just wasn't giving you enough. And... I'm sure on Twitter he's getting eviscerated. I think Neymar's probably getting eviscerated as well. Again, good thing I'm not on, but that's sort of the that's sort of the thing about this game. PSG had some chances. They took advantage of one of them. But their front line, good, not great. And Cavani wasn't even very good. Rabio was good. Verratti was good. I thought Rabio was actually very good in this game. I thought he was one of the, the one guy in their midfield that was sort of standing up physically to Madrid. I think Verratti had his moments, a little too much over-dribbling. Lachelso was in over his head a bit. I'm still surprised that they didn't make the Diara switch in the 70th minute. I think what happened was PSG started getting more of the ball in about the 70-75th minute. And Emery thought he could leave Lachelso on because the game was becoming more offensive for PSG 
Therefore, LaCelso wouldn't be as exposed in the back. The problem happened when Real made the double switch. They brought on Asensio and they brought on Vasquez, Lucas Vasquez. And he didn't counter. And I thought that PSG got caught when Real made the substitution. And PSG didn't substitute immediately and change tactics. It's at that point where they should have backed off. When you saw that Real Madrid was going for it, and you'd gotten through 80 minutes and you'd stalemated them, bring on Diara, back off. And it was only about a minute or two after those two came on that Real Madrid got that Ronaldo goal off of his thigh. So it was a tough uh, time frame for Emery to make the switch, but he had to make that switch. He had to go defensive at that point when you got what you came for. And I thought PSG got a little ahead of their skis. And they got caught in the counter. And that's where they lost the game. But again, I go back to that and I go back to that whole other gear. Which again, is the central theme here. That's the key. That's the key to all of this. They just don't have that gear to go punch for punch with Real Madrid when Real Madrid is at that level. So at that point, Unai Emery has to know that as a coach. And when you've gotten what you've came for, and by the way, Real could have scored five or six in this game if Alphonse Ariola wasn't as good as he was. And I thought he was very good. He wasn't as good with the ball at his feet, but he was making some really good saves and he was excellent in the air. I thought excellent in the air in not allowing Real Madrid to score on corners or free kicks. I thought he was really good. And when you got to the 80th minute and you had that game, that's where Emery should have pulled back. And he didn't do it quick enough. And PSG got caught in that sort of counter, um, in that sort of switch. So going to the defenders... We talk about the decision of benching Thiago Silva and going with Marquinhos. I don't think that made a difference either way. That's not why PSG lost the game. And I think if you're looking at it objectively, that's why he that's not why they lost the game. Because both of them were fine. Kimpembe was fine and Marquinhos was fine. That was really not your issue. In the back line, I thought Alves played a really good game. I thought he was there defensively every step of the way. I thought he um, was able to really do a good job of getting into the attack and helping try to create things. I thought this was one of his better games. And I thought once Real Madrid flipped the switch, they missed having Alves back there. I thought the substitution worked, putting Meunier there and having Alves go further up. But the issue was... When it counted, Meunier as the right back was not good enough. And that's where, the, that's where the goals came from. And I'm sorry if anyone wants to say that Meunier is better than Alves. Watch that game and try to tell me that. I, I, wouldn't, even be, I wouldn't even imagine that I could believe you. Because PSG, kind of by accident, got caught. Because Emery made that substitution and Meunier was just caught in on that. Um, Yuri was fine. And he was a and if Krizal wasn't healthy, and even if Krizal was healthy healthy, 
I thought it was the right decision to go with Yuri, and I thought Yuri played really, really well. I thought he was good enough. He had his bad moments, but I thought Yuri, for the most part, was what he needed to be. And he played good defense, and he was in front of people, and he didn't make too many boneheaded mistakes. That's exactly what I hoped he would do. Now, let's sort of, again, think of this in the span of the two years of the Emory, um, of the Emory administration. The best road win for Unai Emery in this year and three-fourths was the 5-1 Marseille win. And that wasn't even that great of a win. Because Marseille were not the team they were this year. They were not as good last year. This is, at this point, enough of an, a sample size. This was the game that sealed his fate. I think he'll be around for the um I think he'll be around for the second leg because why not? There's really no one you can bring in at this point. I think PSG will make it a game. I think they'll score a couple of goals. They'll be ultra aggressive. And we all get a couple on the counter. I mean that's what I'm guessing right now. We'll see what happens in three weeks. But it's just a shame that PSG had this game exactly where they wanted it. And when Real Madrid just turned it into that nitro gear, PSG once again were not ready for it. And that's a collective. That's on the team. And I just go back to them not being able to play the ball out of the back at times. I thought they did it better in this game than they've done it in most and I still get annoyed when they do it all the time. I think they should vary that a little bit. I think they should give other teams a bit of a curveball when they are playing out of the back, play a couple of long balls. But again, in the in the grand scheme of things, that's really not the issue. I thought overall, until they started in the 80th minute, I thought the defense was really good. I thought they were in tune. I thought they were working together. I thought they were working hard. This was not for lack of effort. This was not for lack of effort. And I don't even really think that what happened in the um, Camp Nou happened here. In the sense that I don't think they choked. I don't think they were blown away. I think at the end of the game, one team was able to go somewhere that the other wasn't. And that's how the chances got created. They were tipped. They weren't really clear-cut chances. They were sort of mildly lucky, but not really. But Real took advantage. And that's what they do. And that's where PSG hoped to go. This is not a one-year plan. This is not one year, and if they don't get it this year, it's all over, everything's done, and we just blow the thing up, and etc., etc. There's going to be changes that are going to be made. But again... You can only make so many personnel changes until you come to the conclusion that this is about getting a guy in here who can coach mentality, who can turn these sort of setbacks and turn the tough moments into learning experiences. And there's a lot of guys here that are going to get a lot of learning experience. LaCelso, it was really good for him to be in this game. He's going to get a learning experience out of this. Yuri's getting a learning experience. And you hope that in the next year or two, eventually this clicks. Eventually they get guys 
in that mindset where they can get that full 90 minutes and when the other team goes for it, PSG can be right there with them. And it can be a heavyweight fight. This, in a certain way, was like a 12th round knockout. It wasn't a first or a second. It's at the, in that 12th round, you're fighting, you're fighting, but then that other guy just just has the experience. He has the wherewithal. He, he knows what to do. They know where each other are going to be. And then just boom, 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 boom. And now you're wobbling. PSG didn't crack. They didn't give up the fourth or the fifth goal. And again, to spin this forward, they've put themselves in a position where if they play a near-perfect game, they get two or three goals, which is what they're going to need. They're going to need two to three goals, probably three, and Madrid get one, and they hold Madrid to one. Now you're taking the game into the extra, into the extra minutes, into the extra time, or you've won it. This is not mission impossible, but it's mission really hard. And it's going to take a lot of figuring out again in those last 10 minutes, how are we going to do the small things to stay with a team like Real Madrid? I mean, I'm not upset in the way that I think most PSG fans are because I tend to be the eternal optimist. And you're, if you're expecting me to start ranting and talking about burning the whole thing down, I'm not going to do that. Because in the end, in a weird sort of way, PSG have given themselves a chance. Now, the debate comes if you believe that PSG should be doing more on the road in big games than just giving themselves a chance. If you think they should do more than that, if you think they should be beating Real Madrid at the Bernabeu right now, then you're going to be really upset. But I don't think anyone who's watched this long enough thought that was going to happen. I think most of our experts thought this was going to be a tie game where Real was going to win. Maybe not Ed, but everyone else pretty much, I think, tie game, maybe a one-goal win if they sneak through. This was not worst-case scenario. This was a bad-case scenario. It was not the worst case. And PSG will have two weeks to watch this film, to not get frustrated. Again, Emery's done, I think, either way. I mean, unless he pulls this off, but even if he pulls this off, he's got to get through the quarterfinal, and I... I think at this point it's pretty clear that um, he's not the guy, but he's got one more chance. And I'm keeping optimistic. I'm going to stay optimistic that there's a shot here. It's a small shot, but there's a shot. So there you go. 20 minutes in there, not bad. Oh, boy. So, we'll have a lot of uh, fallout from this. I'm going to write more about the decision to um, sit Tiago Silva in my article this weekend, and I'm going to kind of frame it in how it sort of affected the game. I don't think it affected it that much, but I think it affected it in the way where Emery put his chips, um, his chips on the table, he was all in, They almost got it done, and then they just got undone at the end.
And that's when the gamble doesn't work. You can lay everything out the way you want. You can tactically plan it. You can be on your game. And I thought Emery was on his game. I thought he made the right decisions for the most part. Just couldn't finish. And that's the story. They just couldn't finish. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, PSG Talking. I think they'll be a little more critical than I was. Um, Visit our website. We'll probably have articles breaking all this wonderful stuff down. And make sure to visit our Patreon page as we continue to grow the site. Oh, boy. I'm just really happy this is over because this was two months of just, ugh, let's get this over with. And we got it over with. And now PSG can move on. They didn't embarrass themselves like they did a year ago. And now PSG have somewhat of a chance. And as a fan, it's the very least you can take. It wasn't 4-0. It wasn't 5-1. 3-1 against a really good Madrid team is really hard. But it's not impossible. So with that, This has been PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon. Au revoir for now.